0: in a minute i'ma need my handsome boyfriend to come over and wife me up feeling fussy living without a hubby hubby so come on babe let's get this done hi i'm madison malone
2: kircher and i'm moises mendez ii sitting in for rachel hampton you're listening to icymi
0: in case you missed it
2: slate's podcast about internet culture
0: Hello, ICYMI guys, and please give Moises the warmest welcome. I am absolutely thrilled that he is here to host the show with me today. Uh, Moises is a very talented freelance internet culture journalist whose stories often make me jealous that I haven't written them, which I think is possibly the highest form of praise in this business.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm very excited to be here. I listen to this podcast every single week, and my roommates are very familiar with both you and Rachel's voice.
0: So Moises, today we're gonna to be talking all things for you page. What is uh dominating the for literally you page right now?
2: <laughs> oh, you know, the usual suspects, servers at the Stardust Diner living out their Broadway dreams, which I don't know if you've seen, which I'm obsessed with. <laughs> is that that's the like kind of touristy restaurant in Times
0: Square where mm-hmm. all the waiters also like seriously could have Broadway careers and they belt songs in between like passing you a cheeseburger? <laughs>
2: Literally, and I love it so much because it also made like a, a cameo on Glee. I don't know if you've ever seen Glee.
0: Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> that hurt, that hurt, that hurt. All right, what else? We're getting off to a great start.
2: Um, I recently saw a mashup of Mo Money Mo Problems by Biggie with Down With The Sickness by Disturbed. Uh, I laughed too hard on the train to that.
0: <laughs> uh, we're going to need to play that. Roll tape.
2: Oh, I, 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 you know, come on, get among down with the sickness.
0: Wow. Pride starts in two weeks. That's the remix we needed.
2: Yeah, literally. I think this is what the gays asked for. (laughs) All
0: right. So we've got uh, a mashup, some wannabe Broadway stars. Anything else?
2: And obviously the thing that's taken over my For You page the most is Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial TikToks. (sighs) Yeah. Big sigh for that one.
0: I mean, against my will. We will also play a clip from that. Also, just trigger warning. This is uh, live audio from Amber Heard's testimony. So listen with caution. I was looking out of the window and he slaps my face and his friend is in our proximity. It didn't hurt my face. It just felt embarrassed that you do that to me in front of people. These TikToks. Absolutely just keep finding me. And I think the best way to describe them is brutal. And I I didn't ask for this. I don't want to see them.
2: No, literally same. You and me both. I hate watching these TikToks. Um, unfortunately, the one that comes to mind is Lance Bass. Yes, of Instinct uh-huh. fame.
1: Acting uh-huh. out Amber
2: Heard's testimony. <laughs> it was the audio that constantly came up on my For You page, which is of her describing the incident involving a couch and a dirty carpet.
0: That TikTok's gone now, right? Like, obviously nothing's gone on the internet, but someone told him, you're being foolish, delete it.
2: Yeah. Thankfully, someone was like, this is not a good look, sis, and it needs to come down. (laughs) So it did.
0: (laughs) So we've got Lance Bass doing... Basically lip syncing to mm-hmm. live streams of the trial feed, you know, people giving Amber and Johnny Depp the true crime treatment, an endless onslaught of memes. I, I I, keep asking myself how this trial is ever supposed to serve justice for either party. And I think the answer is it isn't designed to do that.
2: Yeah. And I'm of the mind that people who survive domestic abuse shouldn't have their story satirized, nor should anyone be sharing their opinions on whether or not she's lying. But, you know, I don't know. That's just me.
0: Yeah, we're going to punt on litigating this trial ourselves here. Um, But we will make the extremely banal observation that, uh, (gasps) gasp, two people can be bad at once. And frankly, it seems like the only thing this trial is primed to do is to genuinely harm survivors around the world in the future. There. We talked about it. Are you happy? (laughs) Many, many listeners who have emailed us asking us to talk about this trial. We did, technically. Technically. But what I do actually wanna talk about in regards to the Depp-Herd trial is that I can't overstate how much I genuinely, for my mental well-being, tried to avoid seeing these videos and they just kept finding me.
2: Madison, I think that's just how TikTok is designed.
0: Yeah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) On today's show, we're gonna talk about just that. We're gonna get into how three distinct TikTok trends going around right now. One is entertaining, one is funny, and one is Will that trial we really don't wanna talk about but apparently have to, and how for weeks these three things, for better or for worse, have had both of our For You pages in a chokehold. We're gonna break them down and we're gonna figure out why it is that we are trapped here right now.
2: Hey, Madison, my money don't jiggle jiggle. Mm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We will be back with money that don't jiggle jiggle and we will also be back with Lizzo, who frankly does jiggle jiggle, and we're all better for it after a quick break. All right, we are back. Moises, please, please tell the people something fun from your For You page.
2: Yeah, so the thing that I love right now is Lizzo's new track, About Damn Time. I've been
1: through a lot, but I'm still flirty. Is everybody back up in the building? It's been a minute, tell me how you're feeling. Cause I'm about to get into my feelings. How you feeling? How you feel right now? Oh!
0: <laughs> if Rachel were here, this is the moment where she would declare it either a bop or a banger and we will do so in her honor it's a bop it's a banger
2: yeah of course i'm in the same boat i think it is both a bop as well as a banger (laughs) this song about damn time has inspired one of the first truly mega viral dance crazes in a while
0: i hadn't thought of it like that but that's totally true in my mind the up cardi b challenge like just happened last week but uh, that's not true now that I think about it. We interviewed Maya Johnson and Chris Cotter, who are the kids who choreographed that challenge possibly over a year ago. Man, time.
2: Mm-hmm. It's all just a construct at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> in that year from the Up Challenge, we saw Drea Max's own brand freestyle. There was too many Glockies. There was Caroline Polacek's so Hot, You're Hurting My Feelings. Oh my God, I forgot and about Woman that. And Woman by Doge Cat.
0: <laughs> I just, that's a dance you can do with bad knees. It requires very little. It basically the most coordinated element of it is you have to stand on one leg.
2: Exactly.
0: So back to Lizzo. says, when was the first time you saw the About Damn Time dance on your For You page? ADT on the FYP. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the first time I saw it was around the time that the song came out. Not too soon after I saw her doing this dance and I was like, where did this come from? And first thing I see in the caption is DC Jaden Gomez.
0: DC um, translated from uh, TikTok-lish is uh, dance credit.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, you got your simlish, you got your (laughs) TikTok-lish.
1: I'ma need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciennes Trying to bring out the fabulous Cause I give a fuck, way too much I'ma need like two shots in my cup Wanna get up, wanna get down mm, That's how I feel right now
2: So unlike a lot of other celebrities who use dance challenges to promote their music Lizzo kept doing the dance on her page over and over Which helped it gain momentum on the app
0: I love that she understands how TikTok works, but also this thing has become absolutely inescapable. So you've got the original audio itself, which as a person with utterly no dance skills to speak of, yes, I have watched people throw it back one too many times to this track.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm very uncoordinated, too.
0: <laughs> really? I can't do it. The, the best I can do is like the vaguely voguing section.
2: Yep. Yep. Because it's mm-hmm. just
0: handwork. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. I can do the hips. <laughs> Everything else? No, I'm good.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Well, somewhere combined, there's there's a, a Franken version of us that can do the dance. It's funny, though, because that's a whole other ecosystem of about damn time. Audios on TikTok are these slowed down versions of people being like, OK, it's about damn time. And then like walking people through it.
2: Yeah. And Lizzo herself, <laughs> she did that, giving people a tutorial where she was like, here's how to do the dance. And I've seen her do it more than once.
0: (laughs) And then there's, well, whatever the fuck this is. It's about dang time. In a minute, I'm gonna need my handsome boyfriend
1: to come over and wife me up. Feeling fussy, living without a hubby hubby. So come on, babe, let's get this done.
2: Oh, God. (laughs) So we've
0: got a woman in her car rewriting the lyrics to an absolutely great song to be about wanting to be proposed to. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Not great. <laughs> There's also this one, uh, which I, I'm not going to lie. It's a little cringe, but it did make me laugh.
1: Let me set that time in a minute I'm going to need
0: a cinnamon roll from the oven to fill me up. <laughs> it's short. It's sweet. It feels like, do you remember when uh, Blank Space by Taylor Swift came out and everybody was like, the line is Starbucks lovers. It's like the same trick in the brain. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, short and sweet, just like cinnamon rolls themselves.
0: So Lizzo seems to have a really good handle on TikTok as a platform and a strategy, would you say? For sure. I feel like there is not a single TikTok with about damn time in it that Lizzo hasn't commented on, but those can't all be her, right?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. She does comment and duets with a lot of content that isn't just about her and her music, but she's put herself squarely in the middle of the TikTok community by engaging with all types of content that she seems to genuinely enjoy, like the first one that I couldn't really think of is Nana Joe, that woman who like makes amazing like Mexican food and just all these different things. I'm obsessed.
0: When I say I don't believe that Lizzo is making all these comments herself, I say that with the caveat of Lizzo's clearly a celebrity who genuinely does use TikTok a lot. They're just there are only so many hours in the day and she has to practice that flute sometime.
2: <laughs> yes, she has that expensive ass flute that she just got that she brought to the Met Gala with her. Don't know how much it costs, but it's probably expensive.
0: I don't want to (laughs) know. So all of this is great for Lizzo. It's great for us. We have an early contender for the song of summer, like exquisite amount of funk just baked into that track. But not going to lie, I have hit about damn time fatigue. My my girlfriend and I do this thing we call TikTok happy hour, which is just code for it's time for bed and we don't want (laughs) to speak to each other and we watch TikToks (coughs) near each other.
2: And, mm-hmm. We love Parallel Play.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, but most nights, for the past few weeks, it feels like that song has just been coming out of one or both of our phones the entire time.
2: I feel the same way. I Every time I hear it, I'm just, I'm waiting for it to be done. But at the same time, <laughs> I do love the song, but I think it's about damn time I stop hearing it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, we're manifesting. This is how this works, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I
0: hope it works. Um, so I wanted to talk about a piece that you wrote recently for the creators issue of Rolling Stone about black TikTok creators, because I feel like that's really relevant to the growth of this particular challenge.
2: Yeah. So for the May issue, I wrote a story about black TikTokers and how they feel the culture of credit has evolved in the year since the black TikTok strike
0: wow, it's been a year. Yeah, man, that, mm-hmm. my mental calendar's busted.
2: <laughs> yeah, honestly, when I was pitched the story, I was like, has it really been a year already? Yes, a lot of them have told me that they feel that things have gotten somewhat better, but there's still a long way to go.
0: And what would you say those improvements actually look like?
2: I think a lot of people have gotten a bit more diligent when it comes to giving people dance credit, but there still is a lot of people who aren't doing that. And I think it's either because they can't find the creator or they just don't think it's that big of a deal.
0: They don't care. But you know who cares? Lizzo.
2: Lizzo does care. Lizzo and her team were smart with the way that they were immediately giving the credit to the creator because it showed that they understood the crediting culture on the app. Once you understand the lay of the land on TikTok, your content, and in Lizzo's case, your song, can become inescapable.
1: It's kind
0: of funny, right? Like By playing by the quote-unquote rules, the the, the the polite guidelines for civil engagement on TikTok, Lizzo actually set herself up to be even more viral.
2: Yeah, I mean, TikTok is the place to do it if you're going to do it.
0: <laughs> and uh, even if I wanted to get rid of this song from my brain, or you did, you really can't mute an entire trend ecosystem, right? Because we've moved beyond just the audio that Lizzo uploaded to her TikTok getting reused. So now we've got cinnamon rolls and hubby hubby and people watching and realizing that, you know, yes, she really is saying Balenciasi. And yes, that does mean (laughs) what you think it means. You know, all of these are things that inadvertently I've trained my For You page to think that I want.
2: Unfortunately, and at some point, what the For You page thinks you like doesn't even matter. Some trends just get too big to avoid, even if you want to avoid it.
0: You can't avoid us for long either, but we are going to give you a short break and we'll be back soon. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying today's show. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. Hello. Hi. We're so glad to have you with us. And uh, in case you missed it the show comes out twice a week Wednesdays and Saturdays so be sure to check us out during the work week too uh earlier this week we spoke with the creator of the tumblr this is white privilege and the conversation is fantastic you're going to want to check it out
2: Okay, we're back.
0: And it is about damn time. I'm going to make that joke like six more times before this episode's over. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, that sigh. It's like Rachel's here.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that one was for Rachel in her <laughs> honor. All right, what's next? <laughs> Moving along, there's more TikTok audio that I haven't been able to unhear or get off my For You page for weeks. It's the one that goes, my money don't jiggle jiggle. it." Folds, I think I'd like to see you sounds. wiggle, wiggle,
0: for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My money don't jiggle, jiggle, it folds. i like to see you wiggle, wiggle, for sure on a dribble dribble you know riding in my Fiat you really have to see it six feet two in
1: a compact no slack but luckily the
2: seats go back and got honestly I feel that audio I am 6'7 seven. Seven, uh, and being in a Fiat sounds terrible
0: <laughs> I am learning so much about you about TikTok um, <laughs> so what you're saying is it doesn't matter if the seats go back in that compact car there's just not room
2: no knees are on the dashboard no matter what <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have to admit that I truly have been wandering my house alone during the day, being like, six foot two when I come back. No slack. Like, to nobody Mm -hmm. for days.
2: No, literally same. It's kind of like the Olivia Rodrigo when Favorite Crying came out, and everybody was just going around their house saying, all the things I did. (laughs) (laughs) Just over and over. That was really me. Yes,
0: (laughs) exactly. (laughs) No, I was was with you there. I have to admit, though, um, unlike... The Olivia Rodrigo song. I have no idea where this British guy rapping... Can we call it rapping? He's rhyming.
2: He's doing something.
0: (laughs) The British man rhyming. Where does it come from?
2: (laughs) Yeah, so it's actually from a clip of an interview with a British journalist named Louis Thoreau, which has since been obviously auto-tuned.
0: I... Okay. um, (laughs) I still have questions, uh, but what I'm hearing is that this isn't from like a... (laughs) In my mind, this guy is like a farcical television character on like some British BBC4 show. Basically, I've conjured up an entire story in my head about where this came from. And uh, apparently it's dead wrong. So please tell me why this British documentarian was rapping.
2: Honestly, you could have told me this was a Doctor Who character. And I would have said, yeah, sure. I don't know what Doctor Who is. (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) Sure. I don't know. (laughs) But according to the LA Times, the rap itself is over 20 years old. Thoreau, who is now in his fifties, mm. performed the lines on a 2000 episode of his docuseries, Weird Weekends. In the episode, Thoreau headed to New Orleans to interview a bunch of famous MCs and then competed in a live rap battle. I yeah, <laughs> that was a thing.
0: See, you know these you know <laughs> the information, and you're telling me the information, and you still don't sound certain that this is not a television character.
2: <laughs> I want to believe it's a television character. <laughs> like, this is very cartoonish, but
0: I Right, like I never watched the British version of The Office, but in my head, this could be from it.
2: Yeah, like definitely something with Ricky Gervais. Like.
0: <laughs> so this is making more sense and also no sense at all. Why does it blow up 20 years later in February of 2022?
2: So there's this YouTube show called Chicken Shop Date hosted by Amelia Moldenberg, which I don't know if you remember when Jack Harlow went on it. She asked if he knew how to read and he was like, what what are you talking about? <laughs> what kind of show is this?
0: What do you think I'm, Leah Michelle?
2: <laughs> oh my god, sob! I wish I was here for that episode.
0: <laughs> so this is a recurring show, then?
2: Yeah. So she has over one million subscribers and interviews all types of celebrities. She recently had host Leah on and Charlie XeX, where they're literally just eating chicken in a fast food restaurant.
0: <laughs> I love this as a concept. So she's in the restaurant. They're eating chicken.
2: Yes, exactly. On the show, Amelia mentions that she knows this journalist can rap. And so he obliges. And that performance is then taken by TikTok, remixed, cut, screwed, chopped, and uploaded by a DJ pair from Manchester named Duke and Jones.
0: Okay, I've now watched like 20 of these chicken shop date videos, and I'm obsessed, (laughs) which is, you know, clearly... A small indie YouTube thing I've discovered and millions of people didn't already watch and love. Great fine, Madison. Good job. <laughs> so the audio, which was uploaded by these two DJs, has been used nearly three million times. Like today, I actually was served a video of the uh, three women from Riverdale doing a dance to it, which I think that's, that is the scientific indication that a trend has reached ubiquity.
2: That was the first video I saw of it. If Madeline Petch Camila Mendez and Lily Reinhardt are doing the dance. That's it. Like, it's already the most popular thing on the app.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, do we know anything about the two DJs?
2: So, fun fact Duke and Jones scored a record deal out of this whole thing, apparently.
0: Huh. <laughs> I, good for them. That's, you know, what is TikTok for if not, uh, manipulating deals. the billboard charts and yes, exactly. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for them, but bad for me personally, because I am so sick of this song. It's so catchy, <sighs> but I, my brain, it, please, my family is dying.
2: No, literally same. The, this is the same thing as about damn time. It's cute once or twice and no hates Mr. Thoreau at all. I, that he's swell but once a trend gets in the hands of jimmy <laughs> fallon i want to move on to the next one
0: wait is it has jimmy actually participated or are you just anticipating
2: madison i regret to inform you that jimmy fallon danced to the song on his show oh, yeah yeah, yeah. i hate to be the bearer of bad news but good <laughs> caveat here was that shakira was there and we know Ooh. her hips do not lie <laughs>
0: They do not. She could do the about-damn-time She could do anything. She could do the hands and the we hips. We love her. That's true. She speaks six languages. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked through these three TikTok trends, the Depp Heard trial, Lizzo's about-damn-time, and now the rapping British guy riding in his feet. You really like to see it. Uh, Mrs. why do you think it feels like we can't escape these right now, even if we want to?
2: Yeah, so with entertainment in general in this big media landscape that we're in right now, I think everyone is seeing the power that TikTok has and they're trying to use it to their advantage. For example, with talk shows, hosts like Jimmy Fallon are (laughs) doing dance challenges. Uh, uh, Not him again. Yeah, I'm sorry to bring him back up, but (laughs) he did the jiggle jiggle dance with Shakira. And once they do these things, they push it further into the public consciousness, so much so that it starts to get old really quick. Sort of like radio hits in a sense.
0: Ah, so video killed the. I can't get there. There's, oh some, God. there's some sort of witticism <laughs> to be made Madison, here. And I were just. so close. <laughs> I just don't have it today. So anyone listening will be spared. That makes sense to me, though. And it seems very likely to me that because these trends have spread so much wider than their original audience, that there is functionally no way to tell TikTok's algorithm that I don't want to see them anymore. Also, frankly, that would be a lie and TikTok knows it. I've spent too many hours, days, weeks, months of my life on this app, teaching it exactly who I am and the sorts of trends I want to see. And they're not getting me wrong by showing me this trial or 9000 Lizzo videos. It understands that I want to be looped in on the biggest things going on on TikTok on a given day, a.k.a. when I hit the, you know, that that little hidden show me less, I don't like this button uh, over on TikTok about a random Johnny Depp Amber Heard video. TikTok silently is just like, sure, Jan.
2: <laughs> yeah. They said, you're actually lying. Shut up. Here's more content. Eat your food and shut up. <laughs> Truly,
0: really, though. like I watched a 1,001 TikToks about Gabby Petito, but, you know, the algorithm can't. Understandably, the algorithm can't understand why I don't want to see these trial videos now. And the same goes mm-hmm. doubly for lighthearted stuff. You know, fun things like about damn time. And does this rap have a name? Or we I've just been calling it Jiggle Jiggle. We're calling it
2: Jiggle Jiggle. That's right. the name. It's the official name right here on ICYMI. <laughs> We've claimed it.
0: <laughs> those things are still very actively trending. They've got a long tail. And I have trained TikTok that I want to know about those things.
2: Yeah. It's also interesting that these trends are so prevalent across so many different people's for you pages, because that's usually not the norm.
0: Right. I know we talk about this a lot on the show, actually, how like if you talk about your TikTok for you page as though it's the same as everyone else's, um, you're living in a bubble and you're probably wrong.
2: Mm, yep. I like my bubble.
0: I, I like my bubble, too. But I think as... <laughs> As people who cover internet culture, you know, especially as, like, a white lady covering internet culture, it's very dangerous to be like, this is all of TikTok. My world yes. view. Oh,
2: I have seen that. <laughs> yep. Because I'm like, I have not seen that on my For You page, but exactly, oh, oh God, sis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because it's a really highly specific and dynamic app with a lot of freaking content. So. I've been thinking, mm. actually, that it's pretty rare that what is happening with the depth trial drowning out everything on the app, because that's actually not usually what happens. Also, once again, shout out to the 17 listeners who asked us to cover this trial. This is as close as you're getting, at least for now.
2: Yeah. And that's a good thing. I mean, it's what makes TikTok so compelling. I think if everyone's 4 you page was the same, we'd be missing out on a lot of, like, really nice and weird stuff. And I really love all the nice and weird stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the good stuff, right?
2: Oh, for sure.
0: And I think maybe that's what we've been missing or craving. Frankly, you know, it's a very wide spectrum here, obviously. Uh, Mm -hmm. jiggle jiggle and about damn time have in various ways brought me joy (laughs) uh the johnny depp amber Heard trial has brought me no joy but none of those things yeah but none Mm -hmm. of those things are niche they're not weird like the best tiktoks are the ones that are so specific you're concerned that like tiktok has booby dropped your home you know
2: literally i'm searching my house for a bug what did i do (laughs) like who is listening to me
0: so while we'd like the weird and the bizarre and the you know singular taste things to come back to our for you page um what we've learned is TikTok's all powerful algorithm is no match for a truly mega viral content juggernaut. Or actually more realistically, it's probably that it is a match and the algorithm knows precisely what it's doing. It's working, it's working as designed.
2: And we're all just <laughs> along for the ride until something else comes along and takes over our collective consciousness.
0: I think you know what I'm gonna say here. Oh no. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> It's about (gasps) damn time.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. All right, Rachel, you can have your seat back.
1: (laughs)
0: All right, that's the show. We will be back in your feed on Wednesday. Please subscribe. It is the best way to make sure you never miss an episode or an earworm that truly will never leave your brain. I'm so sorry. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Tell your friends about us. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at ICYMI underscore pod, or you can shoot us an email at ICYMI at Slate.com. ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader, Rachel Hampton, and me, Madison Malone-Kircher. A big special thanks to Derek John and Madeline Ducharme for helping us produce this episode. And Alicia Montgomery is Slate's VP of audio. See you online.
2: Or on Jimmy Fallon. I'm so
0: sorry. This man's name is not Justin Thoreau. <laughs> and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me
1: in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Hi, this is Dahlia Lithwick, host of Slate's legal podcast, Amicus. If you're listening to this show, you might be interested in Amicus's live show that we're hosting in Washington, D.C.,